What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the 2021 John Deere Classic betting preview with a little dash of Scottish Open in there. You know what I mean? Just a little bit of it. Just a little, a little, uh, little peep of you know, if you had a peephole in an inappropriate place, you would see the Scottish Open in there. We're here. We're the tour junkies. We're ready to go. We're pumped. Uh, you know, we're kind of pumped, I guess. I, I don't want to say we're super pumped, but we're kind of pumped. But we are presented by our friends at Fantasy National. FantasyNational.com slash TJ gets you 20% off any membership level weekly, monthly, annually. All the membership levels, you can save 20% off when you go to FantasyNational.com slash TJ. We've been using Fantasy National for four or five years now. Most trusted provider. It's our one-stop shop. It's all we use for DFS, for betting, anything related to golf with the PJ Tour, with Corn Ferry Tour now, all that stuff. And all the data is licensed by the tour so you know it's good. Check it out, fantasynational.com slash TJ to save that 20%. Join today. Uh, give it a couple weeks. Give it a try for a month. You know, you got the Open Championship next week we're all excited about. Give that a shot. It's just the best website. In fact, last week we had so many winners. So many people won money last week, Pat, including me. Oh boy, Cam Davis. G'day, you flaming galas. But the kid got fair income and hung in like a bad smell on the Thunderbox. You know what I mean? I was sweating him like a gypsy with a mortgage. There, Cam Davis, the Aussie, is a rip snorter of a week at the Rocket Mortgage for Aussie Cam Davis, mate. So good. So good. I was so excited to see him finally hit for me, mate, as I was all over him all week. And my boy... Aussie DB in the Nut Hut gave me some of those some of those phrases. I'm gonna work. I was in. about to say somebody had to have given you those phrases. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, this one says, "But the kid got fair dinkum and hung in there, hung in like a bad smell on the Thunderbox." That is literally a quote. Ooh. I don't. Thunderbox sounds cool. I, I Thunderbox could, sounds really cool. I like, could probably there could be a lot of directions I could go with a Thunderbox. Yeah, I'm gonna work that. In. I mean, part of it is like, you know, not not safe for work. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna tell my wife to come in here and open this thunderbox, you know, and catch <laughs> catch the lightning. You know what I mean? Catch the lightning. Um, so producer Sam says, "Fair dinkum means unquestionably good or genuine." Whatever, man. It's uh, it's a killer phrase, and thunderbox should be worked in on the reg. Anyway. I've loved Cam Davis since day one, and I've been. It's it feels good when a player that you've been on for a long time finally hits for you. And against all odds, I thought I was dead with the Cam Davis bet. I I had Cam Davis. You had Chris Kirk. We both. I think we had. I had Seamus Power. Um, and so I had. I also had Jason Kokrak. Um. And it just, last few holes on Sunday, it just looked like everybody was bowing out, including Cam Davis. And then the bunker shot, Mm -hmm. eagle. Incredible shot. And the birdie on 18 to get him in the playoff. uh, Man, it was fantastic. It just feels good. And I said on this very show, he was at 160 to 1 on one book and 80 to 1 on the other, or 100 to 1 on the other. I think he was half or almost half. And I was like, God, you got to get on that. Jump on it, you know what I mean? And so we finally we hit it. A bunch of listeners hit it. We had a bunch of winnings in the nut hut. I saw a bunch of screenshots last night that were fun to see. A lot of stuff on Twitter being thrown at us. A lot of people, a lot of people jumped on it and won. 
God, I love Cam Davis. Uh, Thunderbox also is slang for toilet. So I'm not really sure. I don't know. Maybe we can make that a different I don't like definition that. I'd like here to in the States. Make that something different. Yeah. Um, anyway, great to see Cam Davis win. And it was so much fun to be on it when it happened. Because if you weren't on, if we weren't on that last week, if we were not on the Cam Davis victory, I would have potentially like drowned myself in a thunderbox had that had that not happened. I can't imagine not being on him when he hit. It just would have not been good. It just would not have. So I'm excited about it. He's a great young player. He's got all the all the chops. He's got everything you need to get it done, Pat. He really does. Great, uh, great tournament. So we're on to the John Deere. And listen, disclaimer, you know, big fat disclaimer. We're mailing it in here, okay? It's the John Deere. It's an ugly field. It's hideous. It's a terrible field. Pat, it's a holiday weekend. We've been partying all weekend. You know, Pat, I saw you partying. I've been partying today. I was at the pool all day. I'm sunburnt and tired and buzzed. Um, I'm just not, you know what I mean? I'm probably going to save some bankroll for the Open Championship next week, the final major of 2021, which feels just sad to say. But the Open Championship's next week, and I'm probably going to save a little bit. I don't know that I'm going to go all out this week betting on the John Deere. Uh, the field is just so terrible, man. It's just so terrible. What, have you, what are you going to do? Have you thought about that? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do a whole lot this week. It's going to be a light week for me. Um, you know, I just don't. Not very excited about it. It's hard to get, you know, it's hard to bet a lot and to do a lot on DFS when you just, you're just not that excited about a golf tournament. You're looking forward to next week. I love the Open Championship. So I think that I'm just going to hold back and um, do my normal, you know, some of the normal contests that I like to do. And then uh, I'm going to go all out next week. So I'll have some bets for sure. When you're like, considering a third of your unit on Roger Sloan, it's, it's scary. It's, it's real scary. scary. Yeah. That, those are trying times, but we're here and we're hoping you guys are here. Um, you know, next week's going to be fun though. I'll tell you that we got the open championship. If you missed it on the DFS show this week, we did our first ever game show tour junkies game show called nut up or nut up or shut up. And we took a, a live listener and nut hut member. His name was Josh Kissler. Plucked him right out of the crowd, brought him live on camera into the show, and hit him with some trivia, some TJ trivia. Josh passed with flying colors, won the contest. Our friends at Wild Leap Brewing Company and Distillery are going to send him some vodka, some beer. Uh, We appreciate Wild Leap for sponsoring the first ever Nut Up or Shut Up, but that was a really fun game. We're going to do another one next week with another Nut Hut member and live listener. So if you're in the Nut Hut, let us know if you want to play, if you want to be a part of that. Uh, that's going to happen next week for the Open Championship and next week for the Open Championship. I have to get a part of my body waxed because I lost the best. <laughs> yeah, I lost the best friends bet at the Open, the U.S. Open, um, when Pat was in in the middle of his. What heater. a great week for me! What a great yeah week. in the middle of his heater. So I lost that. So here's the thing: I'm I'm debating on two places on my body. I'm debating on my inner thigh. So if, if I do my inner thigh, I'm going to put it on camera. You're going to see it happen, okay? Or I could do my ass. And if I do my Why ass... Why are you thinking of your inner thigh? What? Your inner thigh. Why, what, what, what brought that to mind? Somebody brought it up to me. It was a, it was a okay. tender place that, was also, that would hurt and be 
um, allowed to show on camera. But the other one is my ass, and I'm not going to show that on camera. So what you would see is like me bending over. You'd see my face. You'd see my wife in the background, and she would do my. She would. She would wax my ass. Um, Have you already talked to your wife about this? Yes. And what? Yes. How does she feel about it? She wants to do my ass, but she'll do either one. Okay. Um, I don't have that hairy of an ass, honestly. I really don't. But I do have. I mean, obviously, there's hair on there, but I don't, and I, I can't show it. So you're not going to be able to see it. So the question is, if you're watching on YouTube, um, comment, put in the comments where you would prefer. What, what do you want to see? Do you want to see the inner thigh get done, or do you want to see my ass cheeks? You're not going to get to see my ass, but you're going you're gonna to see it happen. So either one, what do you want to see done? Put that in the YouTube comments. If you don't care, if you think both are gross, um, if you think that's weird, then just comment something for the algorithm. That'd be great. And give it a thumbs up and give it a subscribe on YouTube. Marcus Miklovich, no, you're in the chat. If you're really committed to TJ, you would do your left eyebrow. Well, I'm not full-time TJ. If I was full-time TJ, I would do that. But I have a real job, and you guys aren't sharing the TJ gospel well enough to get me full-time TJ. And if you were, then maybe I would do my left eyebrow. So I'm flipping that back on you. I'm and I'm going to thunderbox you, and now you have to feel guilty because you're not sharing it enough with other people. Mm. So you like apples? How you like them apples? I just did that right there. I just did that to you, Marcus. You bastard. <laughs> um, okay. I think that's it. So next week, next week's show is going to be awesome, is what we're saying. Next week's show is going to be a lot of fun. This week's show it is it's very debatable. You probably already quit listening. So join us next week for the Open Championship. It's going to be a lot of fun. Pat, getting into this week for the John Deere Classic at TPC Deer Run, what do you have for us in terms of, uh, you know, what do we need to know about the golf course? Well, it is a very easy golf course at TPC Deer Run. It is a par 71 playing 7,268 yards, just like normal. We'll have a full field event, low 65, and ties will make the cut. Bent grass greens this week, uh, kind of undulating greens, but um, they're still fairly easy. Um, it's going to be another birdie fest. We always got to get a birdie fest on this course. Strokes gained approach is going to be extremely key here. The fairways are very easy to hit. Um, the rough is usually grown up a little bit, but it doesn't matter because the fairways are so easy. You really got to be great with your approach game here. Um, I'll look at some uh, course history and obviously recent form. Your past champions. We did not have a uh, tournament here, by the way, last year. Uh, but Dylan Fratelli in 2019 won at 21 under. Michael Kim. Michael freaking Kim won here in 2018. At 27 under Bryson, uh, I believe this is his first tour victory in 2017 at 18 under. And then you had Ryan Moore in 2016 at 22 under. And then Jordan Spieth, another, I think it was uh, his, also his first tour win and uh, at 20 under. So a lot of scoring this week. You know, when Fratelli won, he lost strokes on approach, which is amazing because everybody else in the top 10 gained strokes, and they, they always do here on this course. Uh, but his putter was lights out. I think he gained like seven and a half or eight strokes putting. Um, so, again, approach play is going to be huge and uh, a lot of scoring this week. So, in a crappy field. 
Yeah, crappy field. Um, you know, winning score is going to be around that 21, 22 under is what a lot of the books are going to have it. The weather looks fine, maybe a little soft, maybe a little wind, but it's still going to be easy scoring conditions. Every year on the PJ Tour, this is one of the easier, you know, scoring courses in the rotation. You look year after year. Um, and with the weak field, anybody could win this thing. Anybody could get hot. It definitely feels like one of those that's just like all about who's going to get hot with their irons and putter, which is exactly what Fratelli did. I mean, not with his irons, but we got hot with his putter. Michael Kim also got hot with his putter. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, that's what it feels like. Now, in terms of betting odds history, Fratelli won at around 90 to 1. Michael Kim was around 300 to 1. Bryson was at about 50 to 1. Ryan Moore at 20 to 1. Jordan Spieth was like a, he was a favorite around 5 to 1. Uh, Brian Harmon's won here before, 125 to 1. It was, um, now Jordan Spieth, when he, when he won his first one, was in 2013. He was 40 to 1. So, Definitely had plenty of long shots here uh, win this golf tournament, but um, also some, some shorter odds names like Spieth the second time, Z- Zach Johnson in 2012 at 12 to 1, Steve Stricker in 2011 at 7 to 1. So, uh, you know, I, I just think with this field, the names you see at the top, it's not likely that we get that. I mean, Berger is by far the class of the field. Uh, as your betting favorite here, um, but it just—it's a pretty steep drop off after that. He's eleven to one, and then Brian Harmon, sixteen to one, along with Sung Jay. So, uh, yeah, Birdie Fest and a lot of different names could, could come up and win this golf tournament. So, there you go. Now, listen, if you are—I need to tell some people out there who may need some high-quality video production. Maybe you own a business. Maybe it's part of a, a project that you're working on or something like that. Our friends at Tranner Gray have filmed a bunch of content for us. And lately, we've used them on some, some real special stuff we've been working on, okay? They know what they're doing, and they do it all over the world. They will come to you wherever you are, all over the world, maybe even in space, they'll come to you. They travel everywhere. They work with medical practices, nonprofits, Fortune 500 companies, making promotional videos, everything you need to help represent your brand. We've personally worked with them, and we've seen their work with No Bull, uh, which is an athletic apparel company, Bill Murray and his Caddyshack brand. So if your company needs any type of video production, we guarantee you these guys can deliver an exceptional product for you. Check out trannergray.com. That's T-R-A-N-T-E-R-G-R-E-Y.com to see how they can help you guys out. We appreciate Tranner Gray for sponsoring the podcast and being a big uh, supporter of the Tour Junkies. These guys do really, really good work. All right, Pat, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about the top of the betting board here on, uh, uh, for, on for the John Deere Classic, buddy. Um, now, we typically break this up into segments, the first segment being favorites up to 25 to 1. And I can't bet anyone up to 25 to 1. I just can't. I, I can't pull the trigger on anyone here. Even my boy, um, well, let's see, Cam... I guess Cam's around that 30 to 1, 28 to 1 number. I just don't, I just, in this field, like nobody is that good. I'm not going to bet the favorite in Daniel Berger at 11 to 1. Sung Jay is so back and forth and so up and down. I, I'm not a believer. Um, I, I refuse to bet Brian Harmon at 16 to 1. I'm just not going to bet anybody. So I'm staying away from all of them. I don't have any of them up to 25 to 1. I won't do it. Hmm. <clears throat> 
I I don't mind that, but I don't know how. I, I like Russell Henley at twenty to one. I think Russell Henley at twenty to one is a pretty good number. I will bet him there. Um, you know, obviously we saw him play well at the U.S. Open a few weeks ago. I think his scoring um, potential might be, you know, a little uh, a little less than some of the others up here. But uh, I still like Russell Henley at that number at twenty to one. We know he's a great, you know, ball striker, great on approach, can be a good putter at times. Um, he's sort of been known as a good putter, but then that's sort of fallen off over the last few years. But I like Russell Henley there at 20 to 1. So he's my favorite guy in this range. I mean, I like Henley. I, I do like Henley. I, the putting is definitely up and down. Um, but I just I just don't in this field, I just I'm I'm gonna take my chances and avoid the top of the board so that I can load up a little more in the middle. I honestly don't like I don't even like I don't even love a lot of the triple digit numbers here. I, I liked a lot more in the triple digit range last week than I do this week. So I'm probably going to pound the middle of this betting board. So the next range is uh, up to 75 to one. And there's a lot of guys in here that I think are interesting. The first one, I agree. I'll, the first one I'll talk about, I guess is, uh, is Kevin Strillman. You can find Strillman at 28 to one on DraftKings. So, you know, he just, and honestly, if he were 25 to 1, I think I would bet him. So if he were in that first range for us on the show, uh, I think I would, I would bet him at 25 to 1. I would bet him as low as probably, I don't know, I, might, I almost might bet him at 20 to 1. I mean, I like Kevin Strillman a lot here. He's, he's playing so well. Irons have been spot on. Um, he's got a... Pretty solid record here at TPC Deer Run. A seventh place finish his last time out. Um, he's got an eighth place finish back in 2012. It just feels like a solid Kevin Strillman golf course. So 28 to 1, I think that's that feels good. Um, Maverick McNeely at 45 to 1. My boy, Maverick McNeely. We we debated that on the last show. I like where the game is trending for for young Mav. He's got a lot of chops, and he's a decent putter, putts well on bent grass. He's been gaining strokes putting the last three events with plenty of bent grass mixed in there. He's gaining plenty of strokes off the tee. The irons have been okay. Um, but I think Maverick could get pretty hot. I mean, and he's got he, he's been in the mix on a Sunday and had a chance to close the door a handful of times on the, on the PJ Tour, including a fourth at the Heritage. Back in April, a runner-up at the AT&T Pro-Am back in February. He's got another top five at the AT&T Pro-Am. Like he, he, he's going to benefit from this not being a super long course. It's not, def, it's not for sure a bomber's track, but I like him at 45-1. to 1. I think it's a nice number for him. Lebiota at 60-1 to 1 is probably the last one that I really, really like. I think that's a steal of a number, and I bet that number gets shorter. I feel like that's one of these Cam Davis situations last week where that number's going to get bet down. We talked to someone close to Hank on Sunday and said, like, hey, what is it that Hank is doing well that he wasn't before that's leading to all these good finishes? He's had a 13th at the Valspar, a 17th at the Byron Nelson, a T5, a T4 the last couple of weeks. Like, he's, he's doing well. And that person said, hey, his lag putting has gotten a lot better. So he's not blowing the ball by the hole or leaving it too far short. And his confidence has gone up. And I think 
you know, seeing him in it late on Sunday was very good to see. And I, I'm a believer now. You know, he felt the nerves. He felt the, the stress. He felt what it feels like to have a chance late on Sunday. He didn't get it done, but I think he probably, I know a lot of young guys like that walk away learning something. 60 to 1 in this field, I think that's a really good number. I mean, I would take him, I would take him at, I, mean, I would bet him in this field as hot as he is right now. I'd bet him at probably 45 to 1, honestly. So, yeah, he's also plus 275 as a top 20, which feels really, really solid for Hank Lebiota. Hmm. All right. Um, I don't mind any of those plays. I like them. I will uh, start here, though, with uh, Alex Noren at 30 to 1, a guy coming off of a top five last week. Um, he is a guy that, uh, you know, he's, to be honest, I cannot believe he is. Has he won a PGA Tour event? I don't think he has. No. I can't even believe he hasn't won a PGA Tour event. He should have by now. Are you just? Are you afraid like, you're going to miss it? Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to miss it. I get it. So I think it could happen this week. Um, so Alex Norton at thirty to one. I was with you by the way on Strillman and McNeely uh, both. I like Siwoo Kim at thirty-five to one. I think this is a good week for him. Look, he doesn't have to worry about the Open Championship next week. He's not even going to play because he's trying to uh, focus on an Olympic medal and avoid some uh, military service. So I like Siwoo Kim this week at 35 to 1. I think that's a good number. Now, look, we always know with Siwoo, it's a risk. It's a risk. You know, on Friday, you could be like, okay, I just wasted my money on Siwoo at 35 to 1. But then if he makes the weekend, he's probably going to give it a little bit of a run there. And we know he's a great ball striker, good on approach. Um, and this is a guy that uh, I think is incredible value in this field. Um, when, when maybe producer Sam can look this up. When is like when is the Olympics for golf? When, when is that happening? How, like how a month away? How far out are we from that? I mean, I just don't understand like why he's skipping the Open. I mean, I understand, obviously, if, if he doesn't get a medal in the Olympics, he's got a two-year military service in South Korea that he's facing, which we talked about ad nauseum on the, uh, on the DFS show. All right, July 29th and to July, August 1st. Okay, so the end of this month. So why the hell is he playing here? Like, I don't understand why is he Yeah, I here. think he's a, a class player in this field, though. Well, he is, um, but I just don't understand why he's doing it. A couple others um, that I'll give you. Tom Lewis, it's 70 to 1. I like, I like, I like that. I like that. I liked him last week as a first round leader, and he almost hit for me. Almost hit if it weren't for freaking Davis Thompson. Well, we Georgia both. Bulldog. You had him, and, and I you, had Hagee. We both yeah. had him at seven under, and freaking Davis Thompson at nine. And then he did nothing. You know what really pissed me off? He did nothing else the rest of the week. I looked yesterday, it was like still nine under. Like, why'd you have to go yeah. nine under on day one and piss on me and Pat's first round leader bets? only to just squander it and shoot even par the next three rounds at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Give it's me terrible. a break. But still, I do like Tom Lewis. He's a solid player. You know, I mean, he's, he's a very experienced on uh, a lot of different tours. So Tom Lewis at, at uh, what, 70 to 1? Yeah, 70 to 1, I like him. Here's, a, here's one I like. This is one that just kept popping up to me. DB, and you know that I like to take guys that they sort of just mm. 
they appear to me several times and I don't even have many reasons to take them. Mm. And there's kind of a gut feeling to them. Oh, you but love a good gut feeling. That is Richie Wierenski hmm. at 70 to 1 also. I like Wierenski this week. You know, he's coming off a top 25 last week at the Rocket Mortgage. He's not going to check a ton of boxes for you. I mean, he's he's you know, he's top 50 in the field in approach and ball striking. He's top 20 in strokes game putting on bent grass greens. So I think Wierenski could have a good boxes. week here. He's at 70 to 1. I like him as well. And then uh Got a few over that 75 to 1 range that I do like as well. We'll get to that. Um, that's it. So there you go. Uh, all right. I th- well, I didn't know you were going to give me so many. I guess since I didn't pick any favorites up to 25 to 1, I want to add one more here in this range, and that's Pat Perez at 60 to 1. I mm. even see our friend uh, like him. Preston Dunaway in the chat mentioned Pat Perez at 50 to 1, and I think uh, I think that's a good one. I mean, Pat's... Pat's clicking right now, you know? Um, let me see. He is, uh, where is he? Uh, one of the things I talked about in the DFS show is, like, this is the time of year guys start paying attention if they're on the bubble of the top 125 in the FedEx Cup standings because if you're not, when, when the FedEx Cup playoffs get here, you don't have full tour status next year. So if you're just within that 125 number or on the outside looking in, you got a couple of tournaments left to, to really make make some hay. And Pat Perez is at 107, which is fairly comfortable. I mean, I think he's okay. But he's definitely been playing well. The irons are, are coming around. He's 26 in the field and strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds. Um, yeah, Perez feels like, uh, feels like an interesting spot here. T37 yeah, like in 2019. So, um, yeah, and he's been, he's been playing well. So I'll go Pat Perez. At six, I think he's, uh, what'd I say, 60 to 1 on DK? Okay. No, sixty-one. The best number is actually on points bet. Um, the putter really trending nicely for Perez here, very, very nicely. Okay. Well, Pat, hit me with your uh, up to one twenty-five to one picks. All right, I got three guys in here that I like. Um, you can imagine probably a few of them. Bo Hostler, eighty to one. I like him. We've seen him play uh, very well recently. He's finished top twenty-five in his last three events. Great putter. Um, so eighty to one. I like Bo Hostler. Patrick Rogers also is at eighty to one. A guy finished second here a few years ago. I think it was to Bryson. Um, I like Patrick Rogers at eighty to one. And then Adam Schink at a hundred to one. Adam Schink. This is a guy that. Um, you know, he's just all around a pretty damn good golfer as far as the stats are concerned. He's top 30 in approach, top 30 in ball striking, top 10 in opportunities gained, top 15, or excuse me, uh, 50th in putting on bent. So I think Adam Schink makes a lot of sense to to throw a few uh, a few units on at 100 to 1. Not so a there few you units. go, Hostler, Rogers, and Adam Schink. I wouldn't put a few units on it. Maybe a little, maybe a quarter unit or something. I would never blow my unit on Adam Schick. Well, yeah, I mean, not like a few. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a, yeah. yeah, a little bit of a unit, a little piece of a unit. Yeah, some units. I love Bo Hostler at 80 to 1 on DraftKings. Uh, he's three and a half to 1 as a top 20 play. I'm all, I'm all about that one. Um, I, I'll give you a guy that I did not talk about. 
on the DFS show, who's also right there with Bo Hostler at 80 to 1. He is uh, 25th in the field in strokes gained approach off the tee. Actually, not that bad either. Um, he's not very long off the tee, so that's a problem. But uh, not a problem here, but in general. Uh, CT Pan. CT Pan, mm-hmm. 80 to 1. Yeah. PGA, PGA Tour winner. The only surface he is in the positive on putting strokes gained is, in, is on bent grass. Um, now he did just miss the cut at the Travelers a couple weeks ago, but it's not, no big deal. Finished third at the Honda back in March. Um, like I said, one on the PJ Tour. He's he's popped every now and then. He just pops, and this feels like an interesting course for CT Pan. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. Eighty to one. Weird tournament where somebody who gets hot with a putter can win. I think CT Pan could be that guy. So honestly, him and and Hasa were all I had in this range, and then I got some bombs over over one twenty five. Um, all right, let's let's move to that. So your your super bomb long shots over one twenty five to one. Can't read my own writing. Okay, I've got a few here at one fifty to one. I'll start with Brandon Hagee, one fifty to one. Only I'm just gonna ride the hot form here with him. I don't think this is a course necessarily built for him. I think last week was for sure built for him. He is a long hitting, aggressive player. He scores a lot, so in a birdie fest, he can get hot. I don't know if this is a perfect spot for him, but 150 to 1 is a big number to hang on a guy who, you know, I think he finished, what, 16 or 17 under? Maybe not 17. I think he was like 16 under last week at the Rocket Mortgage. Um, so I like that. I like uh, Satoshi Kodaira, who's been playing pretty well. He's got a decent... Uh, a decent, you know, recent form going for him. He, he's played here one time, missed the cut, no big deal. Don't don't really care about that. He can get pretty hot with the flat with the flat stick when he's feeling it. He hits a lot of fairways. Kadira does. Bent grass is probably uh, it's one of his best surfaces, and he's gained strokes putting in five of five events. In his, in his last five events, he's gained strokes putting. Uh, he's playing well right now. Satoshi is. Despite the miscut at the Rocket Mortgage, I, I think he actually just had one. I think he had a bad second round. His first round was pretty good. Actually, I think he was contending for first round leader last week at the Rocket Mortgage, and then kind of just pissed it away on on Friday. Camilo Vajegas is one. He's a hundred and fifty to one. Camilo has, uh, you know, he's he's a good he's a good player on courses like this that don't require a ton of distance. He's got a T19 here in 2017. Um, you know, no, no real finishes to write home about here lately, but checks the box. He's 18th in strokes gained approach and 19th in opportunities gained over the last 24 rounds. This is an interesting spot for Camillo, I think. Um, and he's currently 113 in the FedEx Cup standings. Uh, and then finally, one last just super bomb, Chris Baker at 250 to 1. He's a Midwestern guy. We're here in Silvis, Illinois. He's an accurate kind of player. Uh, you know, he's just, he's Chris Baker. I mean, whatever. I actually, fun fact, I used to think Chris, Break, Chris Baker was a European guy. And I just learned <laughs> maybe a few months ago that he was not. But he is accurate. I do know that he's an accurate player. And I think he, he made the cut last week. Did okay. 250 to one, long shot, bomb. I'll take it. Speaking of UK. Our boy Alex Hack in the chat, 3.16 a.m. in the U.K., and it's Tour Junkies time. Good God. 
What the hell is Alex doing watching us at 3.16 in the morning? He's hoping for another Pat uh, mic drop, which, uh, you know, Alex, if you watch the DFS show, Pat was very late to the DFS show this week, just this week for the John Deere. I didn't know if he was going to show up. So, Pat, I guess you're here and you're okay now or whatever. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. I'm standing sitting right here. Okay. Um, I'll give you a few long shots. Uh, actually, Hagee was one I had at 150 to one. Uh, Ryan Armour. This just feels like a Ryan Armour type week Ugh. at 125 oh, to one. To win? I like him. Uh, I, you know, I think he could win. I think he could win this week. I don't think uh, so. Sam Ryder is at 150 to one. He's finished second, by the way, here and 18th in the two times he's played here. So he's at 150 to one. He's not going to, ch- he's not going to check a whole lot of boxes for you as, yeah. if you're looking at the stats, but you know, you just look at the finishes. That's not all that bad here. Um, so I like that. Um, other than that, another gal I'll throw out, uh, I'll give you two more. Um, Cameron Percy is at 125 to one as well. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. Yeah. And then another 150 to one guy. John, huh? Okay. Huh? 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 Hmm. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just throw, okay. Um, <clears throat> I got some top 20s here, Pat. Good for you. Good, okay. I'll start <laughs> on the shorter end of those. I mentioned Hank Lebiota. He's at plus 275. I think that's a really good number. I think you need to jump on that right now. That's going to get shorter. Yeah. Kyle Stanley is two, plus 225. You don't like Doc Redman there at plus 225? What's wrong with Doc, man? Doc, Doc kind of disappointed me last Yeah. I don't know. Top 20. Top 20. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I don't, I don't mind Doc at plus 225. I, I, like, I don't know, man. Stanley's ball striking, as always, continues to be really good. God, if he could just have a neutral week with the putter, he'd be in unstoppable. But even without that, I think he, I think a top twenty is for sure in the books for him, uh, for Kyle Stanley. A couple guys we mentioned earlier: Bo Hostler's at three and a half to one. CT Pan's at three and a half to one. If I had to pick, I'd much rather have Bo Hostler at three and a half to one. I think that's a very solid top twenty pick. Um, a guy who we talked about on the DFS show, Roger Sloan, four to one. Maybe he's a PJ Tour player. Yeah. Maybe he's a uh, a very successful real estate agent in your town. I don't know. You could have a billboard with a weird picture on it. Roger Sloan, four to one, is is the guy. Um. Uh, you know, I always mention this guy, and I didn't mention him on the DFS show, and I may have a somewhat of a love a love connection with him. But Vincent Whaley is five to one. And I don't think this is a perfect course for him, but he's 134 in the FedEx Cup standings. And dang it, I don't want to see Vincent Whaley go back to the Corn Ferry Tour next year, and neither does he. So, Vincent, step it up, 5-1. to one, Get yourself a top 20 and get some damn FedEx Cup points before you piss me off. And then Brandon Hagee, the guy we're both on, 5.5-1, to one, top 20. You know, a guy coming in hot, very hot off the rocket mortgage. This play's probably not as well-suited for Hagee as last week, but coming in hot, well, let's ride it. 
five and a half to one top 20. <clears throat> um, I have four bets for the Scottish Open, Pat. Four bets. Um, varying ranges here, okay? The Scottish Open is this week. It's over there, and it's in Scotland over there. And it's, it's going to be another birdie fest. The weather looks perfectly fine. The golf course is not super linksy. It's links-ish. And um, there's all the big names over there. You got Rory and Rom and JT, Morikawa. Those guys are over there prepping for the Open Championship. But a few names here. I like Terrell Hatton. 18 to 1. Terrell Hatton is up there. In the short range, that's where I'm looking. I think Hatton is, is primed to, to go low here, get hot with a putter. And then at 50 to 1, I'm going with Guido. The, 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 oh, Guido. Oh, Guido. We've been talking Guido about Guido Guido Magnari. I don't think that's his name, but okay. Um, that was <laughs> that was loud and wrong. But yeah, Guido. Wait, wait, wait. Let me... Guido Magliazzi. Why are you so high pitched? Jeez, back up from the mic when you do that shit. Guido Magliazzi. There we go. Thank you. I like Guido. Anyway, go ahead. He's fifty to one. The young kid, and it's a birdie fest. Like, gee, I mean, the kid. Pumping fists and making birdies. Um, you know what, man? A lot of people don't know this. This is some TJ. This is way back in the TJ files. But way back in the TJ files, we had a young man on our show that we interviewed, and his name was mm-hmm. Andrew Johnston with a T, a.k.a. Beef. And he's the man. Andrew Johnston. Andrew Beef Johnston is the man. I love Beef, and he's rounding into form here. And he's at eighty to one at the Scottish Open. So I'm going to go Beef at eighty to one, and then finally at two hundred to one. I kind of see this guy's like Beef. Uh, well, yeah, kind of like Beef Light. Matthew Southgate is at two hundred to one on DraftKings. Southgate uh, also playing well right now. Last couple of events, pretty good finishes here. Um, so I'm gonna go Southgate 201. Those are those are my those are my Scottish Open picks. And now I don't think you have any, right? You're out. I do have a few actually oh, okay, that I want to give you. Um, I will. Uh, I like Christian Bazudenhout at 40 to one. I like Lucas Haybert Herbert. Just one. Haybert at 50 to Lucas one. Lucas has one ear that sticks out further than the other. Did you notice that when he won it last week? I don't. That is that going to affect how you play him? It may affect his balance. I don't know. But I mean, it didn't affect him this last past week he won. No. So I like him as well. He is uh 50 to 1. And then Sam Horsefield at 80 to 1. Oh, Horsefield. I don't know about that. He withdrew last week. Uh, I'm not sure why. He pissed me off. I had him. I had him. I don't care. I think you're getting a longer number. Because you are. That, but let's do it. Okay. All right. Let them hang predictions of the week. You know, in, in a week like this where you have a big field at a European tour event, I had to do a double. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to cop out and do another double. I knew you were going to do a double. I knew it. But it's, I mean, you have to. That's a cop-out to me. Well, That's a cop-out. Then here I am copping out. I, this was only my second double in like four, four weeks of us doing Let Them Hang prediction. It's the Scottish Open. You got you to gotta do it. I'm going burger. 
the clear talent at the John Deere, okay? The only way I'm betting Berger is this way. I'm going Berger and Terrell Hatt as the double. Can we combine... At 227 the, to 1. Can we combine the let them hang um, with the just the tip on the fly here? Sure, man. Let's go. You do it. I, Take it away. I have, a, I have a question. Where the F do you find these doubles that you look at? Because I don't see them anywhere on anything I look at. So I'm like, like where where do you find the doubles? Like, yeah. if you're looking at, like, give me a, give the people the place to look for the doubles. Come on, Pat. This is a very simple answer. I know it's a parlay, but what I'm saying is... That's it, dude. You... That's the answer. You freaking parlay them. You go to DraftKings or wherever you bet, and you you click on the outright that you like for the deer, Daniel Berger. But some people might not know this, especially people that are in states like us that you actually can't bet. Can you go in and put the parlay in, but then just not bet it? Yeah. I mean, I, technically, I can't do that. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that helps me. Yeah, man, it's a it's a parlay. That's what it is, a parlay. Come on, dude, what are you doing? No, I know it's a parlay, but you know, sometimes it could uh, there could be a double section. It's like <laughs> tennis. No, no, there's no double section. It's just a parlay. Welcome to the show. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, um, do you have anything else to add, Pat? Uh, not to that discussion. No. Do I you don't. have anything else to add in general? Oh yes. Yeah. So my let him hang play is going to be oh, that yeah. Cam Davis withdrawals from this event. <laughs> 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 when did you decide that was your let him hang prediction? <laughs> Literally like two minutes ago. He is uh why do you think first, he's gonna withdraw? He's first alternate for the open championship next week. <laughs> um I think he's gonna party a lot the next couple days after his win. You know, Aussies are good partiers. Yeah, they so are. So I think he's gonna withdraw. I think we're gonna get, get a withdrawal tomorrow. Around five. I mean, do I get odds on that, or like, what are you helping the people get out of this? Are you just telling them like, I'm telling them not to play him? Well, but well, yeah, but if he withdraws, like he's going to withdraw pre-tournament. So you're basically here. So if it's outrights, like if he's going to withdraw, you're basically telling him. You're basically telling people if you want to bet anyone shorter than him or somewhere around him, you better bet it now. So like Kevin Strillman, twenty-eight to one. Henley, twenty to one. Yeah, he's going to help you. You know, there's you need be to some you need to bet those him. guys now before Cam Davis withdraws. Is what you're saying? Yeah, Cam Davis is going to withdraw. <laughs> get those numbers around. I mean, if we're going to mail it in, and it's like, let's just mail it in. Like, what, what you, you say, mail it in, and then you try to be all you know smart on this show. We we said we were mailing it in. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like that. Hey. um... Let's go mail in uh, DraftKings TJ After Dark. It's our 100th episode of Tour Junkies After Dark on the DraftKings YouTube channel. That should be a great time. 
Uh, man, I can't believe we've done 100 weeks of that show. I can't believe they've kept us around for 100 weeks. Pretty cool. So, yeah, let's do that. In the YouTube comments, do you want my inner thigh or do you want my butt cheeks for the wax job on the Open Championship show next week? And if you want to be a part of Nut Up or Shut Up, the game show that's just going to take the world by storm, you need to get in the Nut Hut and let us know. Let us know what's up. Uh, and, you know, have a great week for the John Deere Classic. We're probably going to save some bankroll for the Open Championship next week. And, you know, let's just, let's just all do that. But, you know, if you guys do spend some money on the John Deere, just great job. Congrats to you. Let's hit a winner. Cam Davis, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm satisfied all the way through the Open Championship. I'm good. I'm excited. Let's go. Wait, you're satisfied through the Open Championship? Oh, I could be like... satisfied through a few weeks, but I'm going to hang on. I'm just going to like just bask in it until the Open Championship is what I mean, I guess. Nice. Good job. Okay. Great job on Cam <sighs> Davis. He's withdrawing tomorrow. The heater, is now t- <laughs> the heater is now transferring to me. I feel it. Pat's heater has now transferred to me. Now it's me. You guys just forget what, whatever Pat's saying. Forget it. It's now a DB. It's DB heater season is what's going to happen. And I'm, I'm damn excited about it. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. See ya.